thanks for joining us at the Alchemy Lab, where we dissect, discuss, and analyze all things digital transformation in the digital sphere. Hello, and thanks for joining us on another episode of The Lab. You're listening to Megan, and today I am joined by our creative goddess, Amy. I always have such good introductions. (laughs) Thank you. Hello, oh, dear honey. <laughs> so today we are talking about the colour psychology behind your favourite brands. So this is a really exciting top- topic actually because it's probably a bigger thing. It probably plays a bigger part in like the marketing strategy and the branding strategies than we actually realise as consumers. Yeah, definitely. I think that's why it's so interesting because you don't actually think about how deep it is. So it's kind of subconscious I think the like the perceptions that you have behind colours and, and things like that and I always think about being in the classrooms you know at school in English literature and then your teacher would be like why did the author use this colour you got obviously I did English at university so maybe that's the writer coming out in me but I find it so interesting yeah no I do as well and I always find it fascinating why brands actually choose certain colours in their logos and that type of thing because it obviously provokes a certain emotion which we're going to get into a little bit more Um, but let's just kick it off and just break it down so what actually is colour psychology? Okay so in its simplest terms it's the connection between colour and human emotion so that basically means the perception about something due to colours that people make um, and sometimes without realising that they are doing so I actually thought like the most simple example probably is like a traffic light because if you see if you drive and you see red you automatically think like stop or pay attention if you see green you always think oh that's fine I can go so you kind of make that decision in your in your mind um, without even thinking and you just do it naturally so yeah basically color psychology is that with every color that you can think of it's that kind of thought process that you have or that certain way that you feel when you see a color so kind of inherited triggers from when we've been grown from when we've grown up around say our certain response to colors yeah that's got a bit of a influence in it exactly so how does colour influence our perceptions so as I said before it is kind of all subconscious so we're influenced subconsciously and then it's easy to get perceptions of different brands as well through colour so you can associate different things just like the traffic lights visually without even noticing it Um, so like I said at the beginning if you think back to being in the classroom having to analyse every single detail um, what that connotes um, then you think that colour kind of it makes you think or feel a certain way um, and it's really interesting but the human mind does take colour into consideration when, when we perceive brands or coming to certain conclusions and perceptions about a brand as well so in ca- so for example would a luxury brand have a different colour palette than a kind of more budget brand? Yeah so it all depends on what you want to tell your audience so whether you want to come across as like you say luxury or more high-end or even corporate or you want to come through as like affordable um and like what kind of tone as well like are you more corporate are you more creative you've got to make those decisions and think about what colors would work best to kind of put your personality across any good color psychology examples 
Yeah, so every business should be thinking about the colour in their branding um, or of their posts that they put out as well. So examples, there's a lot of different ones. So thinking of some famous ones, I thought of Spotify, which obviously is green. So green is all based around an appreciation of life, its fullness, um, joy and strength of mind, body and soul. So obviously Spotify, it's music, it's podcasts, so that does make sense as to why they've chosen green. So it's kind of like the mind, the body, the soul, that's kind of what music connects together. So that one's quite interesting. You've got Capri's, which is purple, like you said, which is more luxury because you associate purple with wealth and creativity. So if you associate Capri's, which is chocolate, um, and you'll, you'd, if you associate that with luxury, you'd think more of a luxurious chocolate, which then leads us to believe that we get an expensive treat or it's more of a luxury when we eat it. So it makes sense of the psychology to what we think of the colour of the wrapper to the actual product. But then on the other hand, um, so you've got kind of Spotify, Cadbury's, they're two completely different um, industries. But if you think like tech companies, so you've got like Apple and Dell, they both have grey. So grey is more formal and conservative, that's the psychology behind it. And then they've got white writing as well. So white connotes clean or pure. So that brings it back to the brand being formal, being clean, and then that's much like their products as well. So if you want their products, so like, you know, all the tech, techy stuff, then they're showing it to be like slick, show themselves as smooth or glossy, and then that would lead us to believe that the product is kind of more premium as well, um, with it being kind of a high-end techy product as well. So they're some kind of different examples of how the colour behind can make us think a certain way. And then when you do reflect on it, actually, it does make a lot of sense. Yeah. No, I, I really agree with that. I always find it funny as well. So, like, obviously, you have, like, the big kind of colour headers. So um, yellow, optimism, orange-friendly, red, excitement, purple slash pink, creative, blue, trust, green, peaceful, grey, balance. But just it made me it made me laugh when it came across that the friendly colour orange is part of the Hooters brand. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be like one of the friendliest places. So it just just made me laugh. And also remember Bebo? Yeah, Bebo loved that. They chose their logo to be orange again for its friendly perception. Yeah. So I thought that was really really funny. It um, is, it is. Like, looking at all the different brands as to why they've done it as well, it is really interesting. Yeah. So, what top tips have you got for our listeners? So, we've kind of understand the relationship between the perception, the influence, and the psychology behind, you know, some of our favourite logos and branding. So, what top tips can you share for our listeners? Okay, so what I would say is when you're thinking about your brand, really think about what the colours say about you once you've researched the colour psychology. So um, the way you want to do that is to kind of have some process in place as to how do you find out um, what, you, what you kind of associate your own brand with. So to help with that, maybe write a list of your values and write a list of how you actually want to come across. So really reflect on it to make sure that the colour matches uh, within your branding. So for example, think, are you more creative or are you more corporate? Um, do you want to come across as friendly and approachable? Then think about your prices, like you said at the beginning, Megan. Like, Do you want to come across as affordable or do you want to come across as more luxury? Um, 
So if you pose these questions to yourself, you'll really get to the root of your brand and then you can use that as kind of a core to decide what colours to use and even split them within warm and cold. So, you know, you've got like your oranges and reds that are more warm. So if you want to come across as maybe, you know, more personable and um, approachable, maybe use those a little bit more. So there's loads of different ways that you can do it, but I think really get into the core of your character, the characteristics of your brand and the personality of your brand will really help with thinking about what colours you want to use and what you should use. Uh, so they will be my tips as to what to kind of use for colour psychology. I think they're really good tips. I think it gives people a lot to think about. Definitely a lot of considerations to make when you're in that initial branding phase. Yes, because definitely. your branding's kind of what's going to stick with you. Yeah, exactly. And some people might just say, "Oh, these two colours work well together," but you've got to think, "What will the what will the audience? How will the audience perceive you yeah. those colours?" Ooh. Well, if you were, let's just finish on this. If you were a colour logo, what would you be? What colour oh, would, you would the, on the spot. would the Amy Williams logo be? I don't know. I do love colour. Like when we did the TikTok, I did comment on it saying I like yellow because it, I feel like everybody associates yellow with happiness. Like you think of the sun or daffodils, and it's quite positive. So I'd like to think that. Yeah, I would put yellow. I think. Yeah, I definitely see a, a yellow logo for you. <laughs> I think for me, I think I like. Mm, I don't know. There's purple. That's more creative, isn't it? Yeah, I was thinking I'd like a purple logo. Because yeah. it's like my favourite colour, so I don't know whether that would be the one for me or excitement. So red, don't know. Yeah. But then I, I feel like red to me also triggers a bit like danger. of a warning and danger. Yeah. So yeah, but I think again that comes down to the typology mm-hmm. of it and also the tone of red. I'm gonna used. say it's like because <clears throat> there can be different things behind colours, but then actually like we discussed about like Booba and Kiki. Yeah. Um, the Boo Kiki effect, if no one's heard of that, but that's how we associate shapes and sounds. So you yeah. can kind of, with your branding, if you choose a colour, you could also think about your shapes and your logo and then your typography and things like that. Yeah. Which is, you can put it all together kind of thing. Yeah, a good example of that would be Virgin. Yeah. So because the obviously the V is quite a spiky sound, but they're using the red, so they're merging the kind of spikiness, but with the excitement of the red, so it's yeah. very like stand out in your face. Yeah, good example. Cool. Well, that is all from us this week. Hope you've enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you follow an Alchemy on all social media platforms. Links are in the description of this podcast.